Hey, and welcome to a whole new season of 22 Minutes of Transformation. Myself, Sean Patrick, and my co-host, Karen Mills-Alston, will take you through another 22 questions that will transform the way you think about spirituality, creativity, and everything in between. We welcome you to this whole new adventure. Hey there, and welcome to a new episode of 22 Minutes of Transformation. I'm Sean Patrick, and I'm here with... Karen Mills Austin. I How's love it when you say, hey there. Oh, good. Hey, <laughs> I'll start doing that. You know, I was particularly mindful not to say, hey, everybody. So I'm going to stick with, hey there. Because that's you. You know, yes. when you and I first started corresponding, you, oh, it was so sweet. I just loved it so much. You would say, hey, wonderful. Hey, whatever the word was. But you said, hey, wonderful a lot. Um, hey, and then it got to be, hey, there. <laughs> yeah. I remember that one day I wrote to you and I said, hey, Karen. And you said, I don't like that you said, hey, Karen, because you always say, Hey there, or hey, wonderful. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. I don't even remember that. Stuff. I do. You said to me, you said, you said, hey, Karen, and I didn't like that. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> so. Well, I give you permission to say, hey, Karen, because whatever that stuff was that got in the way of that, I'm over it. Because it oh, feels good. good now. Oh, good. Because I'm always. Um, you know, because I use Gmail, so when you say "Hey," it comes up with the person's name that you're uh -huh. speaking to because it knows. Um, but I don't, or I don't let it do it for you. I say I'm going to override. It wants to say "Hey, Karen," and I don't oh. let it. So. <laughs> but hey, but hey, I will. Yeah, yes. I will. Yes, yes, um, yes. So I'll start now by saying, "Hey, Karen, what's the question?" <laughs> hey, Sean. <laughs> the question is, what is self love? And, you know, this question came up, I want to remember how I went to a wedding this, this Saturday, this last Saturday, and I haven't been to a wedding and it was an in-person wedding and oh, I wow. haven't been to one of those in, oh gosh, a very, very long time, at least two, maybe three years. And when I think about, so I saw a a vast demonstration of unconditional love. I saw these two women who had been together for 17 years and they have had, they've had kids separately. So they've had a blended relationship, a family. And there was just, their kids of course were there. The grandkids were there and everyone was just falling in love with one another and gushing about it. Yeah. And so this question about what is self-love comes from a place that we have to love ourselves in order to to love anybody. What does RuPaul say? Remind me. I I, I was I I've been like I want to quote RuPaul. Um, he says, "If you can't love yourself, how the hell are you going to love somebody else?" That's it. Yeah. That's and and I love that because the first time, and this just speaks to some of the spiritual teachings I was once following. When I first heard that, I was like, RuPaul's got it wrong. It should be, if you can't love somebody else, how the hell are you going to love yourself? Because wow. I was coming from this strict doctrine of spiritual teaching, mm. which was complete, yeah. Um, <laughs> but I completely 
you know, read from the Bible of RuPaul now. And it's completely true. Every, it yeah. starts with self. And the whole topic of self-love is so charged. I have a very specific memory of being at a dinner party when I was in college. And I was self-love was one of the first things on the spiritual path that I really delved into. And I was saying, you know, at this dinner party, I was like, you know, I, I love myself and I'm, you know, I'm loving myself. And you should have seen the people were mortified, especially, you know, Brits. It was like, no, Sean, you, you mustn't understand what you're saying. You're saying you have respect for yourself. And I was like, no, I'm saying I love myself. No, you're getting it all wrong. I think what you mean is that you're saying you want to show kindness towards yourself. And granted, this was like 15 years ago now, a little bit less. It was just not in the vocabulary of accepted language to say, I love myself because it's confused with conceit. Um, oh, oh yeah. that's so fascinating. You know, when I work with clients, I, um, I always, when I need to say it, I say that this self-love doing the, and, and when I talk about self-love, I'm talking about doing the work that we need to do within ourselves in order to fully express ourselves including loving ourselves. Yes. I believe that that is a foundational piece. And unless we have done the work within ourselves so that we say wonderful things to ourselves about ourselves, then it makes things very difficult to move forward. It really does. You are so... Right. I, I love hearing what you've got to say on this because I I think about this. I think about being in my 20s and having these project ideas and these, you know, if I do say so myself, I feel like I had some really genius insights, but mm -hmm. didn't follow through with them. And if I'm being real honest with myself, I know it's, I didn't have the confidence or compassion towards myself to to give it a try. Yeah. Like the fallout would have been too bad on the inside, the the inner war that mm -hmm. I just didn't even try. And I, you know, in my in my 30s now, I am looking back on that thinking, oh, I, and I've got a lot of compassion for my younger self. Um, yes. By just knowing it was like, well, the reason I didn't follow that through was because I just didn't have the foundation of self-love to have been there for myself had it all gone wrong. I didn't have, I didn't have the confidence because I was going to be real tough to myself if things didn't go right. So, mm -hmm. uh, and that's not the case now. So yes. somewhere along the way through the, through doing the work, through having a practice, I have developed a much better relationship with myself, a self-love relationship. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And you know, when we get an idea <laughs> that, that births itself through us, we're always talking about these things. That is something that comes, I believe, from this still small voice within each of us. And we have to have enough confidence, enough worthiness, within, enough love for ourselves to be able to move forward with some ideas, even though there may be other human beings who will say, that's not great. Yes. That's 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 not going to work. Who do you think you are? So when we develop self-love, we develop confidence and poise. Mm -hmm. we, we remember 
that what we are doing is purposeful and we trust that. We trust that spark of an idea that is wanting to express itself fully as us. And we don't allow human beings to stop us. We might have done it when we were younger. I know that I've fell prey to that a lot because I was dependent on what other people thought about me. I was dependent on not rocking the boat. You know, I had a great aunt who was a peacemaker. (laughs) And the peace. A people pleaser? Yeah, people pleaser. Yes. And, but I said a, a peacemaker. Yeah. And, and what I, and what that means was close your mouth. Don't say anything. Don't rock the boat. <laughs> oh my God. Don't rock yes. the boat is the hymn sheet that I, <laughs> that I believe. <laughs> yes. Well, it's, I believe what Brits sing off, but it's definitely, you know, what my family, my family sing off, you know, you don't rock the boat. And I know there's been times I think back up, I do think back to this about times I've been in, you know, organizations that I've worked for that have done something that, you know, I should call out, I should have called the meeting and said, I am not accepting this. Yes. But, but the, uh, the advice I got from <laughs> is rise above it. And I understand there's a virtue in that, but it not when you're using that as a cop out to stand up for yourself. Yeah. Yeah. There's yeah. some things that you are meant to rise above and there's some things you're meant to call out. Yes. Yes, absolutely. And you know, uh, I I think about when I became when I really got on this path. I've been on this path uh you know from my early childhood years uh and I really got on the path fully through agape um, 18 years ago. And I was given permission not to walk in lockstep with other human beings. So when I, um, because I would speak out in an organization that I was a part of, and my ideas were not always supported and loved. I was um, I was put down in a lot of ways. Didn't make me feel really good. And eventually, as I was participating in a couple of organizations, I decided that I could I couldn't do it anymore. I didn't mm-hmm. feel good anymore. I was in those organizations for maybe seven years, and I did a lot of work. And then eventually, it was like. It wasn't good enough. The work yeah. and 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 not. It didn't feel like it was good enough within me. It didn't rise to excellence. There was so much more that I wanted to do, and I pulled myself out of those organizations. I found Agape, and um, and I really started beginning to love myself. Um, and it's, it takes courage to do that, doesn't it? It takes a lot it, of courage. It really does. And you were ahead of the curve because I know one thing for me that came out of this lockdown coronavirus was, you know, my social circles shrunk like crazy, yes. but that was such a good thing. And mm-hmm. also I had to sit because we had multiple lockdowns in the UK 
I really had to just make peace with my own company. And I've actually realized, you know, as we go back into life, I'm realizing, you know, the measure of if I'm actually going to hang out with somebody is, well, would I prefer to be alone? And if so, why would I go? And yeah, and it's, it's that, yeah. It's that and ability. now you can be alone, right? Yes, absolutely. Yes, Pref- yes. Preferably, Karen. Preferably yeah. leave me alone some <laughs> a lot of the time. I, you know, and I have to tell you that I have enjoyed this alone time so much, probably too much. Um, yeah, I think I've enjoyed about, it too much. Yeah, there's something about being able to be on my own and not be alone. Yeah. Yes, yes. And, you know, I think we've talked about this before. When practitioner students are coming in or when people are taking classes at, exa- at Agape, for example, and they are their friends start falling away because they're clearing away their this stuff that has that is no longer serving them, they talk about how they don't have any friends anymore, how they are alone and I say great. <laughs> no, I agree it is great and I do think one way we don't practice self-love is by keeping yes. toxic relationships and toxic's a very harsh word because it doesn't always present so obviously. Mm-hmm. But yeah, keeping relationships in our lives that that drain us even if that person is perfectly innocent and lovely, but it's not, it's not great for you, then, you know, it's not great. Right. So I, yeah. And I do think that is definitely something I have two thumbs up for these lockdowns for is yes. actually, you know, cause all of our social lives were diminished to five to 10% of what they were. Mm-hmm. And for me, that wasn't a bad thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what, you know, so when we're talking about self love, we're talking about something um, allowing ourselves to feel good about ourselves. So what are we talking? Mm-hmm. What are we saying to ourselves about ourselves? That's part of the self love. There's no longer anything that feels like we're we're beating ourselves up, telling ourselves we're not good enough, that we're unworthy, or anything like that. We get to remember our divine qualities when we talk about self-love and it's unconditional. And when we talk about self-love, there is no withhold in self-love. So we're always generously giving to ourselves and in turn, we're giving to other people. When we love ourselves, we can fully express because there's no withhold we're always loving. We're always being kind and generous and all that good stuff. You know, it really is an inside job. And, you know, I feel like yes. people people mistake self-love with self-care. And I mm-hmm. actually find a lot of that can be quite superficial. So, for example, if you're taking a, a long bubble bath out of self-love, there's nothing wrong with that, but I believe it falls into self-care. Yes. And there's no point being in this luxury hotel having this luxury bath if you're saying horrible things to yourself you'd rather be you'd rather be in some (laughs) in some rundown motel Mm -hmm. um saying nice things to yourself i mean (laughs) maybe that's not what most people would prefer but i just 
It's a nice yeah. check-in, isn't it? Yeah. To pay attention. I mean, we can do things for ourselves and we think that we're practicing self-love and what we're really doing is not doing that. Yeah. Because we may have, we go out and we spend some money on something and then we come home and we think, oh, I shouldn't have spent all that money or I don't deserve this or I could have done something else with this. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not self-love. So no. self-love really creates this vibration of, of, of goodness, of kindness, of generosity. Uh, so we're talking about our thoughts, our words, and our actions. And it is about ourselves. And at the same time, it's about everybody else because we talk about this inclusivity, this oneness, this unification. And I think the biggest thing with self-love, and this is something that I'm actively working on over the next 12 months, it's in my it's in my list of things, but boundaries. I think you're a very well-boundaried person. I um, am. Yeah, good for you. I, hmm, well, I'm, you know, I've made a commitment and an intention to work on it and I'm being presented with opportunities to work on it. And I'm realizing that it's not that I'm unboundaried, but similar to your, to your aunt, I'm, mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm people pleasing or accommodating. Yes. And yes. I'm really, I'm really, that, that this is a great, a great opportunity for growth here is to, is to work on that. So yeah, boundaries are so good. Um, yeah. And it's really about, this is one thing I see with you and your boundaries. There's not a second thought about it. You set the, ba- like you do the thing, <laughs> you move on, but that's, what's so good. And maybe, you know, that's like, you're like a, you're like an Olympian <laughs> because you have to get to the point where you're uncomfortable with setting it, but you set it anyway. You have yeah. to get to the point where you set it anyway. You feel bad, but you sit with that feeling. Mm-hmm. And you work your way up to setting a boundary and not thinking twice. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, it has taken me maybe 10 years to get to this point. Um, I remember um, my mom would call me up and, you know, I'm, I'm working. I'm working for my husband. But because we have an, had an in-home business, she didn't think that I was working, working. So she would call me up every Monday and ask me to do certain things. And I did them, I did them, I did them. And one day I said, you know, I can't, I can't do this anymore. I'm not going to be able to do this. And um, she was hurt and she probably uh, tried it more and more. Now, it's not like I stopped completely doing things, but there were certain things that I could not do during the day. And what my brothers and sister have told me is that when I started saying no to her, she just went down the list of her kids and had them do the things. But this is the point. I was was practicing, uh, even though I was practicing self-love, even though it wasn't Um, appreciated by my mom or anything like that. It has made me, put me in a place right now where I'm stronger, where I can practice discernment, where I have boundaries in, in my life. And it's okay. That's the thing. It's okay. Because I'm telling you, I wanted everybody to love and adore and appreciate me. 
And I'm telling you what I've learned in the last two years in particular is that everybody does not love and adore me. You know, one of my favorite quotes is from Byron Katie and it says, spare me the desire for love, approval and appreciation. And I'm like, that's so good. Mm -hmm. So good. So, yes. um, so I've got this great image in my head of you because you, you do it all the time. You just shake your head and you go, no. <laughs> and <that's- laughs> well, you know, this is, but this is what I used to do. I would say, okay, <laughs> like that. Yeah. And I didn't want to do it, but I was agreeing to a request from someone. And I always remember my father saying to me, which I, you know, I have learned to incorporate in my life. If you are going to commit to something, commit it, commit to it and commit to it in excellence. If you don't want to commit to it, if you don't want to do something, don't commit to it. So that's what I was brought up with. And what wise words. That's how I allowed myself. I gave myself permission from that standpoint as well, that if I'm going to say yes to something, I want to do it with excellence. I want to do it with unconditional love. You know, that answers the next question I was going to ask you, because one of the principles in your book is to say yes. And I'm like, well, one of your principles is to say yes, but you're so good at saying no, (laughs) but you've just answered it. You say yes to something that you're excited to commit excellence to. Yes. Yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's so important. Otherwise we're, I'm dragging my heels. I don't really don't want to do it. And then from the time I signed on to the time that the task is completed. I'm in misery because I don't want to do something. Why not be in joy? Why not love myself? Because I've signed on to something that I'm excited and passionate about doing. And I see the infinite possibilities in it, you know? Mm. Oh gosh, so many ways. We have to do a whole episode on ways to practice self-love. Because yes. there's so many things we can go down, but yes. we have to settle today just for exploring what it is. And we've uncovered, we've uncovered some really great things. So thank you so much, Karen. For yes, this has been good. It's always good. You bring, yes. yeah, you yes. bring your A game, and I up my A game. So here we go. <laughs> thank you, Sean. Um, incredible. Have a great week. Bye bye.